In the Gospel of St. John, if we kind of peel back some of the layers and understand and see what is going on, we see that there are many connections with the book of Genesis, uh, many connections of God's presence, of God creating again in uh, the book of uh, the Gospel of John, just as in the book of Genesis. So let's dive in. In, uh, in the very beginning, we have the Spirit, uh, the Spirit of God hovering over the waters. We have God um, where nothing has been created yet, and still there, uh, God is present. And God says, I want to create. I want to create most especially mankind uh, because, because I can, <laughs> uh, in, in so many words. Um, so God chooses to create the world, and so it happens. Uh, the heavens and the earth, uh, and, and eventually God creates man. If you remember uh, the little detail, uh, when God breathed into Adam, he gave him his spirit, gave him life and his soul, and eventually made um, and saved the best for last, he created Eve, uh, making her and uh, an Adam uh, making them and being able to be in relationship with God. They walked in the cool of the evening um, in the Garden of Eden. They were in relationship. They were this creation uh, and created so good. Adam and Eve, though, they disobeyed God and eventually uh, original sin happened and they were kicked out of the garden. They needed to be created anew. They needed someone to save them and allow them to come back into the garden uh, and to be filled with peace. And we see just as God initiated uh, the creation at the very beginning, uh, God prepared uh, the people of Israel for, uh, for eventually the coming of Christ. We see how God gave them Noah uh, with uh, the God coming to them through uh, all these different people, Noah, Moses, the prophets, uh, the kings, David and Saul, all these uh, people, God was coming to them and speaking to the people through these prophets. And God continues to visit his people even to this day. The greatest way as we know that God has visited his people is in the, uh, the incarnation, when God became man, when he became one of us, this greatest way that God has come to be with us, where God visits his people. And this is something that still continues to this day. And we can say with our psalm, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his love is everlasting that God continues uh, to pour out his love just as he did in Genesis, even um, up into our own day. Now going and diving into our gospel, what's taking place? Jesus has risen from the dead. He is alive. He shows the disciples his hands and his feet and his side and saying, it is me. I have come back. I have come back to visit you, to be with you. And what, is, what does Jesus do with those disciples in the upper room? He turns to them and says, peace be with you. 
He's not angry, as one would expect, when all of his friends denied him, left him alone to suffer on the cross. And yet, Jesus comes back and says, peace be with you. May my peace fill your hearts. May you be uh, not concerned and not worried and not angry, but filled with peace, especially in the midst of confusion. And so after that, you know, Jesus repeats this line, peace be with you, peace be with you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them and whose sins you retain are retained. Just as God breathed into Adam this first creation, Jesus, who is also God, breathes into the twelve and says, receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus here is making the twelve into a new creation so that they can go out and forgive sins in Jesus' name. And that those who receive that forgiveness of sins can be made into a new creation as well. And that takes place in and through the church, which we are members of to this day. That each of us, too, can be made a new creation in Christ. That we can be filled with the Holy Spirit. We can be filled with peace and joy. And see how God continues to visit us, his people. That God is here. He is still present and still coming to us. And diving into, just briefly, our, uh, the main person in our gospel today of St. Thomas. He also was made into this new creation. He makes this profound profession of faith after his encounter with Christ. He says, my Lord and my God, professing him as King, as Lord, and as God. And uh, just kind of diving into the story a little bit. We have uh, St. Thomas. He wasn't there and when Jesus came the first time, and we don't know why. And still Jesus comes back for him. Jesus comes a second time. He didn't have to do this. He already appeared once. And yet he chooses to appear again because he wants the faith of Thomas. He wants to be in relationship with him so that through his relationship, he, can, he too can go out to the ends of the earth, filling and recreating the world, that's the people of the world, uh, in the name of Christ, because he has been made new as well. And maybe we're not like St. Thomas in wanting to put our hands into our Lord's wounds, but maybe we have our own questions, our own inner longings that we want Jesus to answer. Uh, the things that, if only fill in the blank, if only I could go back in time and see Jesus for my own, uh, with my own eyes, then I would, be, I would believe and I would never have any doubts again. Maybe you still would, and that's okay. But to remember that each of us has been filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit, beginning at our baptism, and God nourishes us in our faith each and every day. And God still visits us, his people, in and through the church, in and through the sacraments, confession, the Eucharist, uh, baptism, confirmation, marriage, um, ordination, anointing of the sick. All of these things are God's way of visiting us 
even today. So if our faith is um, needing some, some spiritual boosting, so to say, let us go and receive the sacraments. Let us go and encounter Christ and to reflect throughout our life and maybe just over the last few weeks, asking in prayer, God, where were you? Where were you trying to speak to me? Where were you trying to, to talk to me? How did you work things out? And give, give me that grace and peace that you seek, that you want me to be, and want me to have, and to be made this new creation. This is God's love. This is God's mercy, that he continually comes to be with us and visit us all the time, all the time. Let us pray this day as we receive his mercy and love again to, to be aware, to be open to the ways that God is coming to be with us and visit us this week, and especially on this Divine Mercy Sunday. As well, you just have a little homework uh, to make a commitment to find a time to go to confession, to go and receive the sacrament to be made new. In confession, your faith, your hope, your love, these virtues you've been given are strengthened. Your relationship with God is recreated and you are given new life in Christ. So let us go to receive God's love and God's mercy sometime soon and so that you can be made new and be at peace and joy with our risen Lord.